0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 16 of the Wisdom by WESA show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Dunnell.
1: This is Casey Wilbanks Coletti.
2: And this is Sofia Aguila. Welcome to the Wisdom by WESA podcast on the Horse
1: Radio Network. Hi, Sophia. This year, I hear that WESA will now offer market in June for the very first time instead of September. Yes. So the September
2: or fall market used to be a smaller show, and now we're moving it from September to June. And we're hoping to increase the attendance by doing so and to make it
1: similar to the January show, which is our bigger one. Awesome. So do you have maybe some uh, bullet points or in point and point? important points to keep in mind.
2: Yeah, so some exhibitors have been reaching out to us and asking about what we can expect in terms of the attendance. And at this point, it's really hard to guesstimate any data or how it's going to turn out, but in September we have between 40 to 30 percent less exhibitors and buyers, so we're working on decreasing the gap between um, the January and the June shows and to raise the attendance from, for
1: the June show compared to the, what it was in September. So there's been rumors about a collaboration with the Outdoor Retailer Show. Can you clear up any of those rumors?
2: Yes. Yeah, so WESA didn't actually work with the outdoor retailer show, but we aligned our dates to coincide with the, with their summer market, uh-huh. which will make it easier for retailers to attend as they're already going to be in Denver and then also drop up attendance and in turn benefit the exhibitors. And just to give some more information about the change in general, I also wanted to mention that exhibitors and retailers had previously mentioned that the September market was held too late in the year and that running the WESA market concurrently with another show would be helpful for both the exhibitors and the retailers. That as well as the low numbers for the September show led the WESA board to moving the
1: September show to June. I see. So can you give us kind of a rundown of all the dates for the June show? Yeah, so I get that it's a lot of change, and we'll try to repeat
2: the dates and deadlines as often as we can, just so everyone's comfortable with the change. So the 2019 June market will take place between June 19th and the 21st of 2019, which is Wednesday through Friday. That's also a new show day pattern, so mark your
1: calendars. Wonderful. Well, thank you for all the updates, and let's get to our guest for today.
0: Western border owner Caroline Rippler knows that every successful entrepreneur has been able to find a market niche that their company can fill, coupled with a willingness to work hard to take advantage of that opportunity. In Caroline's case, that niche was originally designed American-made, Western-themed clothing for babies and infants. And she joins us today to share an interesting story about the company's origins and her plans to continue its growth hey everybody we've got a nice guest today, a great company. Uh, Caroline Rippler with a company by the name of Western Borders and they have a unique market and I'm going to let her tell you what market niche they fill. Caroline, go right ahead.
3: Hi everyone. I'm, I'm calling from beautiful sunny Colorado. Uh, we make handmade Western, And Baby Children Apparel Accessories also do different kinds of themes, such as the farm, the equestrian, um, also the outdoor life. Um, We enjoy that kind of lifestyle, and it's fun to design for those little kiddos and babies. So that's what we kind of do.
0: Okay, now there's a little backstory here in terms of how you got into this, and then we'll talk more about the product line. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur marketing infant and baby western clothes.
3: Well, um, I've always loved um, sewing since I was little. But um, when I came back from the United States, I married my husband. We came back from the United States, and uh, we moved um, back to Colorado. And during Chris, right before Christmas time, um, I got hit. He- Head on with my one year old baby in the car by a drunk driver heading up to Ellens Park. And um, during that time, I probably had postpartum depression, and then I had another type of depression from the car accident itself. And I needed to get back into the real world again and get out of de- the depression. I couldn't go into stores, couldn't see lights, couldn't do anything, so I knew that sewing was my love and my passion and always liked designing things as well and so that's kind of all how it started i was able to get into a mom's group and then there was a little gift shop in newcastle in colorado where um she asked me to to design and do a couple things for the gift store and that's where it kind of started and it helped me get back into the real world again um it kind of went off on a slow start once I got into more stores because then I got hit by hit a uh, hit-and-run car, and then afterwards it was a fender bender, and they were all not my fault. Don't know why all that happened, but I still kept on chugging away because it was my dream and passion to do something, and this is just, it, was, it was made perfect sense. My baby was one year old. I loved that lifestyle, and that's just how everything kind of started.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, originating from such a uh, traumatic experience um, reaches out and tells me just by listening to that that there's obviously an extreme amount of passion and motivation and dedication to your products in your company. And that's something that a retailer sh- should find great safety in um, becoming basically business partners in carrying your products.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they enjoy They see that it's made with love, and I have ladies that help me with everything, and it's just,
1: um, it comes from my heart. Right, much. yes. Well, I love that, and it's made right in Colorado, made in America, made from experience. You're a mom. You just mentioned that. You're a mom of a two-year-old. Uh, you You know fundamentally what the clothes need because you experience this on a daily basis. But maybe someone that hasn't seen your line of clothing... Could you tell us a little bit about your specific designs, your niche in the market, and also the sizes that they come in?
3: Um, I kind of like doing all kinds of things, but I try to, try to be kind of stay true to all the outdoor kind of lifestyle. I love Western because I love Western old movies. I like the new, the new Western style as well. So I incorporate a lot of horses and cowboy boots, and I love the rodeo. <laughs> um watching the rodeo. I'm not I I I think it's just I I am in awe of what they can do on <laughs> horses and, yeah. and bull riding and all that stuff sure. and so I I do a lot of that with the rodeo. Um yeah. my my relatives in Switzerland they just go crazy oh, over cool. the rodeo when um then I corporate, you know, stuff that um that is, you know, for the farm lifestyle, you know, with with the cow or chickens or tractors. And then uh-huh. a lot of things, because we are in Colorado, a lot of people go camping up to the National, Rocky, Rocky Mountain National Park. And so I kind of do some outdoor things as well.
0: Great.
3: And the sizes, they run out to three to six months all the way to six toddler tees. So if everything you oh, cool. that is on a onesie can be also transferred on a T-shirt. Awesome. Now, everything momentarily is all embroidered, so it's a higher end. Also, it's the cotton on um, the onesies. these are like a out 5.5-ounce uh, five five quality cotton, so it's a thicker soft cotton.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so like everything runs into 60, we have some skirts for the little ones as well. Uh-huh. And we just incorporated some fringe. Uh, vests on the onesies that can be also do, d- done on t-shirts. I mean, we got to have fringe. Yeah. Um, everything is CPSA approved, so everything has to be uh, tested or from other suppliers, and mm-hmm. then we put the assembly together so that everything's safe for babies. So there's no sure. buttons on there that can right. be swallowed. And all the embroidery is more like patches or appliques so that we sew that on so it's very soft on the inside of the baby's skin so it doesn't rub
1: right. like
3: embroidery does. Yes,
1: yeah, um, so important. And as a mom myself, and thinking back to the baby stages, you mentioned the quality of cotton and the thickness, and I feel that's very important, especially when you're talking about the, the little ones and their skin is so soft and delicate. But even for yeah. older kids, the toddlers that may have sensitive skin like like mine, uh, I I think that is a huge huge benefit. Just um, being a a personal shopper of kids clothing, I I love that fact about it. And um, also, thank you for being a rodeo fan. I love that, and I'm glad that uh, you have. <laughs> yeah, I had to say that, and and I'm glad that you have size. My kid is in three uh, T and four T, so we're, we're still good to go for a couple more years. Um, I love your product line. I especially love the motivation, the attention to detail. I want to also touch on the fact that you've been a WISA member since 2014, and you actually were at the WISA market this January. Yes. And yes, tell us was. a little bit about your experience with WISA.
3: I enjoy it. I do. I enjoy it because it's such. Um, it's been around for a long, long time, traditional wise, and it kind of coordinates with the the western national stock show and the people are so friendly and i had so many vendors next to me giving me ideas or helping me and and it wasn't like oh i don't want to compete against you it was, it's just really really nice atmosphere i i love it that i can get in and then they help me get in because i can't move all that stuff into into the expo and get everything set up but they have helpers it's just really, really organized. I mean, I've I've never had any issue. It's just, and it's a an joy to coming there, even though it is stressful sure. to get everything set up for sure. the show. And I had a great experience. I've gotten to 10 more new stores this year, and they have, the 10 new stores, says, this is just what we've been looking for. It's not the same old thing that we see all the time. It's just something different, and this is what our store needs. And it's so, it was really, really a great experience this year, really. All the years that I've been, but this was really a good experience.
1: Awesome. I have to, I'm putting myself in the shoes of a possible retailer, and I'm thinking if I had a retail store, as I read through your story and as I talk to you, some of the things that jump out at me that would say, I want to retail. Um, these children's clothes, I want them in my store. And it would be because, um, to put it slightly, I I feel like you're going places. You're not just established where you're at. You have big goals. You have a lot of things in mind. You've been featured in various magazines in the United States and Canada, including People's Country magazine. You've been on Fox 31 News, uh, Channel 9 News. That publicity... Really counts. That really means something because there there's a product there that's at stake, right? And so the more that you are you're out there and you're you're moving forward, to me, that is something that really jumps out at me and says, "Hey, this is a product that I want to get in line and I want to put in my store."
3: That's what pretty much everybody says, yeah. And I and I enjoy that. And I and I also listen to the retailers too because there's some, "Hey, I need this (coughs) because people are asking for this." Well. I make a couple of designs, see if this is something that, that fits and sometimes I they even make my skews like I think I had like two products that a Tennessee store wanted and another store in New Mexico. They wanted something to coordinate with something that I didn't have. So guess what? I made new SKUs, made that product and that's what they're getting get in the stores because they knew that they were gonna able to sell it. And sure. I said, Well, let's just put it in the catalog and
1: see how that works. <laughs> <runs." laughs> Sure. Well, what's in the wheelhouse next for you? I can tell that you're somebody that has a lot of things coming down the pike. You have a lot of ideas in mind. Where are you head? Where is your direction going next?
3: I, I really would love to, to continue what I do, but I would like to coordinate. I would like to design a couple of children books that coordinate with my product line, so that grandmas can have something for to wear, but also can sit down with their baby or toddler and read the book as well. But I would love to kind of collaborate with some kind of celebrity. I don't know, maybe some rodeo athlete or sure. some old-time Western movie actor or some mm-hmm. country singer, um, And but then I, I would love to have the book kind of geared to, to kind of help A children's charity on top of it. I don't want to take. I want to be able to give back. And that's
1: kind of where I kind of want to go. Sure. Yeah. Well, it sounds wonderful. I know Mike's let me kind of dominate the conversation, hence the fact that I have a two year old daughter. Yeah, hence I don't. (laughs) I haven't
0: haven't bought or had baby clothes in our house uh, for decades. But a couple of things I think we do want to talk about. Uh, If you are a parent, Grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, next door neighbor, you like this concept, you want to buy these products. A, your website, which I know is under construction uh, as we speak, but two weeks from now be online, is going to carry a list of the retailers. So I can see if there's one that I can go to or reach out to. And I can also buy it through the website. And I saw some of the products that are going to be on there. But there's another part to the website, and that's the blog. And it, you're not selling anything through the blog. But as I read through it, it seemed to me it was another way of you expressing your Western personality.
3: Yes, yes, it is.
0: And how do you? How often do you post? What is your inspiration uh, for posting? Because. Clearly, I think there's—that's the backstory, if you will, of the personality that drives the business side of your life.
3: Um, I like everything. Um, I like to cook, and I think us moms need something quick to cook or whatever. And I like everything fresh, you know, farmers market, whatever. And that's just kind of like, you know, and, you know, we have—I have a farmer here where you can buy. Half a cow, and I want to support him. And so, you know, I like to cook. So I put sometimes recipes on there, that kind of gives to how I, you know, for freshness and everything else. I don't like fast food stuff. And then I just like to, you know, because I'm so creative, I like to do kinds of different kinds of things. So I have people that have old horseshoes. Well, what do you do with them? Well, uh, you can you can decorate. So I had a little teeny video on that, how you could do that. And then, of course, everybody loves those cute little babies with my outfit. So I made a calendar so that they have something for the for the new year. And I did that for free, just you know, just things that just come from my heart. I'm I do not post regularly, which I should be doing. And but I just I do whatever I can. Sometimes I get inspiration, like uh, the Pioneer Woman and her marble man. You call call that she calls him. And so I designed a Roper. And so I kind of made a little blurb blog about that, and and I also I even sent it to her because I just wanted to tell her that she inspires me as a woman entrepreneur as well. And so yeah, I do things like that. I also designed something for Dolly Parton, um, the coat of many colors. Her that song kind of means a lot to me, and so I designed some boots. And sent that off to her. No, I don't sell those boots, but it was just an inspiration that I got and just felt like whipping it out of my sewing machine and and doing. so I just tell people what I'm up to.
0: Well, and I think the next thing, and all of our listeners, you get a pencil and paper uh, be able to write this down because we're going we're not going to. Caroline is going to have a giveaway. And it's yes. going to be for people who listen to this podcast, which we'll post on February 15th. And correct me if I'm wrong somewhere here, Caroline, but you're going to be able to qualify to receive a $25 gift certificate uh, towards the website. Um, the deadline for the entries is February, uh, March 1st, I'm sorry, two weeks, March 1st. 2019 and to qualify when you've listened to the podcast, you leave a message and a comment either on a Western border and company blog, Western border company, Facebook page or Western border and company Instagram. Did I leave anything out?
3: No, it's just, they just have to leave a comment that they heard us, heard me on the the podcast and that's all they need to write and if they want to write something more they're more than welcome and uh, it qualifies for three entries um, if they do all three and it helps them be able to get more entries the more the better right so yeah pretty much that
0: oh yeah that's right you can enter on all of those sites one time right. uh, so that's three entries and so um, now is your chance uh, all you listeners, to be able to get your own product from this company and give it to a friend who has a baby, use it for your own baby. But it's a, it's, it's a really neat idea. Uh, Caroline, I, I want to thank you for having been on the show. Your personal story behind the business is an interesting one. And as we interview companies all over the country, the real successful ones usually have an interesting human interest story behind them. It may be from a couple years back or 50 years back, uh, but there's always a human interest story that drives successful companies, and clearly yours has. So I thank you for being on the show. I thank Casey for knowing a lot more about Infant's Clothes than I do and was able to to carry the conversation along. And so on behalf of WESA and Wisdom by WESA, thanks for taking the time.
1: You can listen to Wisdom by Wisa on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. Just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com.
0: The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at com. And we'd really like to hear your feedback. We really would. And there is a contact link on that website.
1: The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. Just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by WISA podcast. WISA, where the industry meets.